up, friends? Coming to you today from the spare bedroom. But it's no secret that we are living in a time of stress and increased anxiety. I actually heard on the radio the other day, the commentator was talking about uh, that there has been an increase in uh, insomnia in people because of increased anxiety, but also increased depression. And so uh, that's where I want to kind of give you a word of encouragement today is on the idea of anxiety. And really this word is for myself as well, because um, my wife and I just made a huge transition. We moved from Pennsylvania back to Texas uh, for some family issues um, to be closer to some family, but we did that it's kind of stepping out in faith, not having any jobs lined up or having any security in that, uh, but really trusting God in this season. And so there's definitely a level of anxiety that comes uh, from doing that. And I'm not going to pretend to be holy and like super perfect. Uh, there's days where I have great faith and I'm like, God's going to make everything work out. And then there's other days where I'm completely overwhelmed. Uh, with anxiety and stress and thinking about those things. And so this word is as much for me, uh, but it's also for you in that. And so before we, we dig any deeper, the beauty of Scripture is, well, there's two beauties of Scripture that I'm going to point out today. Um, one is that we can read Scripture a thousand times and get something different out of it every time or read it a thousand times and finally, on the 999th time, something jumps out to us or we see something that we've never seen before. So that's what, what I love about today. It's something that I have never caught before. Um, but besides that, one of my greatest takeaways from my doctoral studies with Dr. Sweet was that uh, he, he taught us the understanding that we have to live in surround sound, that if we're only hearing one side of the story, we're missing something, and that's most especially true in Scripture. Um, and so that's one thing that I want to point out to you today in this devotional, whatever you want to call it, this word of encouragement about anxiety. When we think of anxiety in, in Scripture, I think our most, most quoted Scripture on anxiety is Philippians 4.6. I'm going to read it to you from uh, the NASB. That's my preferred translation, but that's neither here nor there. So it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Okay. So Paul is telling us, don't be anxious. But then the other day I was reading in Jude and I'm going to start at Jude 1 verse 20. Um, just so that you can get the whole thought pattern here in this. Uh, he says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. And I read that and I was like, wait a minute. Jude is telling us to be anxious, but Paul is over here telling us, don't be anxious, or I was going to say be anxious not, but that's not 
right, English. But be anxious for nothing. But Jude is saying, wait anxiously, be anxious. And so whenever I read that, it was just one of those things that, that stuck out to me that was in my mind because I'm personally going through a season of some waves of anxiety thinking about things. Um, and so I started looking into them and kind of looking, I was like, is this the same word? Like in the Greek, I'm not a Greek professor. I don't understand Greek. So I had to look it up. So I look it up. And the interesting thing is that what Paul is talking about, that anxious is being troubled and being worried and being stressed about the worries of life. So don't be anxious about these things about life of what you'll eat or what you'll drink or what you'll wear or where your, your finances are going to come from. And what Jude is talking about waiting anxiously is, is this living in a hopeful expectation of uh, receiving God's promises. And so there's um, this, this idea in Philippians of don't be anxious about selfish things and personal things, but in Jude, be selfish or be anxious about the things of God. Be anxious about the promises of God, about the provisions of God. And so how do we do that? How do we, how do we live into that not being anxious for the things of life, but being anxious for the things of God and for the promises of God? And how do we live with that hopeful expectation of of what Jude says, of waiting anxiously for the things of God. And, and that's where we have to kind of pull in the whole narrative of Scripture where, where it tells us to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ, where we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And it, it, it begins in our mind that we have to change the way we think about our circumstances, knowing and believing in our mind, and that transfers to our heart of what we believe, of knowing that that God is our provision, that God is our source, that God is our peace, that God is our uh, our caretaker. He's our Father. He will take care of us. And so we're not going to worry. We're not going to be anxious for those things of the world, but we are going to be anxious for who God is. We are going to be anxious for His Word. We are going to be anxious for His promises, and we are going to be anxious for the things that are to come in the future through our relationship with him. And we do that day by day by day, minute by minute. Sometimes it's every second, every other second, we have to do that. Some days it's easier and it's not as hard. We can get up in the morning, get our mind right. There's other times where we have to do it every hour. There's other times where it's every minute. There's other times where it seems like every second of the day that anxiety is coming over us in waves, an uncontrollable ability to be able to control that anxiety. And don't hear this wrong. There are some people that have chemical and hormonal imbalances in their body and in their brain where medication will be beneficial to help that. But for the rest of us, this is how we do it. We have to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ and be transformed, be transfigured from the inside out so that we can be anxious only for the things that God has for us, for his promises and for what we believe in God. So, all right, my friends, I hope and I pray that you can take captive those thoughts and that you can be transformed in your mind and that your anxiety and your anxiousness for the things that are happening in this world 
will fade away and that you will become anxious for the things of God, that you will become anxious for the promises of God and living in that hopeful expectation of who God is and what he says he will do. And if you found this helpful, if you found it encouraging, if you find it beneficial, do me a favor, like it, subscribe, share it with a friend because we all know we're living in anxious times. Listen, like I said, I'm preaching to myself on this. This is a chaotic, this is the most chaotic season of my life. And so there are times where anxiety is just like, I feel like in uh, the old Looney Tunes cartoon where the piano just falls. Um, that's how I feel sometimes with anxiety and stress in this season. So it's for me as well. So I love you guys. I hope you have an awesome day and that you will only be anxious for the things of God. All right, my friends, see you next time. Bye-bye.